Hello and welcome to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I'm Mitch Horton and you're listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcasts, a short message designed to help people become all that God created them to be and live their life to the fullest. We cover a variety of topics all centered around practical Christian living. We keep this podcast completely free so that it's accessible to everyone. All that we ask is that if you enjoy it, please share it and leave us a review. This helps us get our message out. Thanks for listening. Now let's go get to it. Hello and welcome again to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. This is Pastor Mitch Horton. I am so glad to be with you uh, in this brand new year, 2021. God has great things for us this year, and I sense Him urging all of us, expect His best. Look through the fog of battle and see the end result. God has tremendous things ahead for the church of Jesus this year, and He wants us to occupy. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. What was he really saying? He says there's a kingdom of darkness seeking to hinder the purposes of God, which are the kingdom of God in the earth. And he says, he says, I've given you authority on my behalf, and I want you to, I want you to work on my behalf, represent the kingdom of heaven, and I want you to go and minister life to others. And that's what God wants us to do today. So uh, anyway, glad to be with you again today. If I had a little preach, come on there. Let me encourage you again to subscribe to the podcast, share them with your friends, email me questions, comments. I would deeply love to hear from you, pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Uh, let me know how things are going with you and any questions you may have or comments about the podcast. For the last number of weeks, we have been addressing the subject of divine healing. I have found after exhaustive study of the Word of God that healing is part of our redemption in Christ. The same sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary and in his death, burial, and resurrection that cleanses us from sin also heals us from disease. And, um, you know, I can, you know, when I was young, I could say that's what the Bible says. Now, as, an, as I've been in Jesus, this I'm into my 45th year, I can say that's what the Bible says. And that's what I have, have found through experience by putting the Word of God into practice. So we've been talking about all aspects of, uh, of divine healing, uh, that it is the will of God, um, and, and, and we've talked about healing being in the atonement of Christ. We have talked about uh, just every aspect and avenue from the standpoint of the Word of God that, the, that it is God's perfect will to heal us and to keep us well. And we've talked about healing hindrances. And now I want to you know we're going into seven ways to receive healing. Uh, anything we receive from God is received by faith. And we receive healing from God by faith in His Word. There's seven seven different ways, at least, that I've seen from Scripture that you can exercise faith in God for healing. So I want to go through these one at a time. We'll see how long it takes us to get through this. But I like to be thorough on this. Seven ways to receive healing. Here's the first way you can receive healing. 
once you know it's the will of God, you've established that it's the will of God, you've planted the word of God in your heart as a seed to reap the harvest of healing, then once you do that, act on God's word by acting in faith. The first way to receive healing by faith is, number one, use the name of Jesus against the devil. Against Use the name of Jesus against the devil. You know, we have weapons. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, but mighty in God. We have the word of God as a weapon. Jesus said, it is written, it is written, it is written. Every time he was opposed by Satan and we should speak the word when the enemy comes against us. That's a weapon. We also have the name of Jesus. And that's what I want to talk about now as a weapon against the enemy when he attacks us. Praise and worship is a weapon against the enemy. Today, let's hone in on this weapon of the name of Jesus. Use the name of Jesus against the devil to receive healing. John 14, verses 13 and 14. Jesus said this, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Let me read it again. John 14, 13 and 14, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name. I will do it. Now, friend, this is not prayer. It's really using the name of Jesus against the devil, against demonic forces that attack you. Here we're talking about attacking you with physical sickness. And you demand in the name of Jesus that the sickness leaves. You're speaking to the demonic forces that are trying to place something on your physical person. And you speak strongly and you speak firmly in the name of Jesus. This does not belong to me. I refuse to have this. Satan, I command you, take your hands off of me in the name of Jesus. Now, now, what are you doing when you use the name of Jesus? Well, again, when we do something in the name of someone, we're doing it as their representative. We're really doing it on their behalf. Why? They have given us authority to use their resources. What does a salesperson do that's acting in the name of a company? Uh, well, they can sit down with someone and, and they can act as a company representative and transact business on behalf of that company when they sign their name to that uh, product and to that, to that sales contract they're, they're, they're signing in the name of that company. You know, this is, I don't know why I thought about this when you could use any illustration, but years ago, I, uh, I hired another security company to, uh, to uh, oversee the security of my home. I have a security system and have had it since I had the home. And, and so the guy came in the door. He had a badge on. He had his picture on the badge. He had his name on his badge. And, and he was representing this particular security company that I use for security in my home. We sat down in my, actually went into my front door and, and uh, into the hallway. And then on the right is there is, a, is an eating area. And... Um, uh, my dining room, we sat there at the dining room table, and he talked to me about his company, what his company could offer me, how they could benefit me, and then once I saw it, I decided I wanted it. I'd already done the research. He brought out a contract 
We read through the contract. I initialed each page. He initialed each page. I signed the contract. He signed the contract on behalf of the company because he was their salesperson. He was acting on their behalf. See, that's what Jesus told us to do. Whatever you ask in my name, we're an authorized representative of the kingdom of heaven. And when we speak, it's just like Jesus speaking. When that man, when he operated on behalf of that company, it was just as though that company itself were there in the room with us. He had the authority from the company to transact business. I entered into an agreement with him. He signed his name. I signed my my name. It's been a done deal now. Four years, same way. Jesus gave us his authority. You know, my dad died uh, eight years ago and uh, uh, went to an attorney uh, and uh, drew up uh, a power of attorney so I could help my mother oversee um, all of her financial and medical things. So we went to the attorney's office, and, and we drew, he drew up a power of attorney that both my mother signed and I signed that gave me legal rights to operate on her ha- behalf and, uh, and do her will in her absence. And I have the power of attorney over my mother's stuff. Susan and I, you know, just a while back went to a, an attorney, updated our will, and in the will, vice versa, uh, if, if I died before she did, if she died before I or if something happened and we're incapacitated, then, then she had uh, a power of attorney on my behalf. I had power of attorney on her behalf, and, uh, and we could transact business in each other's names. Friends, that's exactly what Jesus did here when he said, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. When we act in the name of Jesus, we're acting on His behalf with His authority that He has clearly given us. And Satan and demonic forces in the spiritual realm have to obey the word of command spoken by faith because Jesus has authorized us. We have the tag. It's got His his picture on it, maybe ours too. We're seated with Him in heavenly places. When you act on in His name, Satan has to listen as though Jesus himself were speaking. Listen to Matthew 10, 1. When he, Jesus, had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. How did Jesus give his disciples, his 12 disciples, power over unclean spirits? Friends, he gave them the power of the use of, of his name. Listen to Luke 10, 17. He, uh, he had uh, 35 groups of two guys go out to s- preach on behalf of, uh, in his behalf, on his name, in his name. And it says, Luke 10, 17, then the 70, these 35 groups of two, returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us through in your name. How did they minister? They ministered in his name. And, uh, you know, he said, Behold, I give you authority, verse 19, to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will by any means hurt you. Jesus gave his disciples his authority by giving them the use 
of his name. Listen to Acts chapter 3, verse 6. Here's a, here's a man that was at one of the gates of the temple in Jerusalem. He had been sick all of his life, wasn't able to walk. Peter said to him, Acts chapter 3, verse 6, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. Jesus gave him the use of his name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man got up, and his feet and ankles and legs were strengthened, and he walked and he leaped, and he praised God. My friend, we have power that we often do not use. Listen to Philippians chapter 2. Verses 9 through 11, Therefore God has also exalted him, that is Jesus, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven uh, and of, of things on earth and of things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. God has given Jesus a name above every name, and Jesus has given us the use of that name in spiritual battle against the enemy. Listen to Ephesians 1, 19, 20 through 23, Paul's prayer for the church. He prayed that we would know what is the exceeding greatness, verse 19, of his, Jesus' power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, verse 21, far above all principality, power, might, dominion, every name that's named not only in this age, but also in that which is to come, and put all things under his feet, and given him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 says that we have been raised up with him together and made to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What does that mean? The same authority that Jesus gained as the representative man. When Jesus as the God-man was made our sin, conquered sin, paid for our sin by death, was raised from the dead, he said all authorities given given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and make disciples in all, uh, of all nations. He basically said the authority that I, that I, God's given me, I now give to my church. My friends, we operate in the name of Jesus. We operate in, on his behalf, in his authority, when we use his name. We are seated not below him. We're seated with him in heavenly places. What does that mean? The same authority Jesus has over the devil we have over the devil. When we speak in the name of Jesus, demons tremble. They have to obey. Many times through the years of my life, I, I would venture to say thousands of times, Satan has a tr and his demonic forces have sought to attack me mentally. They've sought to attack me physically. They've sought to attack me spiritually. When I recognize the attack, I rise up and I don't know how many times I would not be 
exaggerating to say thousands of times. I've said in the name of Jesus, I refuse this. Satan, take your hands off of my body. I refuse to have the pain. I refuse the symptom. I'm not going to sign, sign the FedEx package from hell. You take that and you go for me and don't bring it back. According to the word of God, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. You're not putting that on me. Get out in Jesus' name. And y'all, so many times the symptoms just leave. You know what a lot of believers do? Nothing. If you do nothing, then the enemy smiles and he takes advantage. And my friends, that's what's happening all over the world today with fear. Friends, we're not to fear the devil. We're to cause him to fear the fact that we get up in the morning and put our feet on the ground and we speak and we act and we move and we live in the name of Jesus. It's as though all kinds of Jesuses rise up when Christians get up in the morning. Lord, and my, my encouragement, the Lord wants you to make the devil afraid when you get up in the morning. Know your power. Know the power of the name of Jesus. Go look at these verses again in Acts 3 and in Philippians chapter 2, 9 through 11, and Ephesians 1, 19 through 23, and then read the first six verses of Ephesians 2 and see and understand the position that Jesus has given you in him. When we act in the name of Jesus, it is as though he was, he was acting himself. When Satan sees, hears you use, when demonic forces hear you use the name of Jesus, my friends, they cower, they have to obey. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would give each person listening to this podcast today a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of our authority in Christ. Lord, may we not be passive but Lord, may we boldly act on the word of God, act in the name of Jesus and set the enemy to flight in Jesus name. God bless you, my friend. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Daily Podcast. I hope that you were able to get something out of the message today. Be sure to tune in daily Monday through Friday for more messages like this one. You'll also find our church sermons posted here from Sundays and Wednesdays. Let me also encourage you to get involved in a local church. The Bible consistently stresses the importance of getting plugged in with a group of like-minded believers. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out our church services here at Victory Church on Sundays at 9 and 11 a.m. or Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Lastly, you want to reach out with some questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. Before you leave, please make sure that you subscribe and go leave us a review. Each review goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be.